This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. One of the things that most people have a challenge with is when they reach moments of self-doubt. Um, I had, was on an interview a few, like last week actually, um, and this woman um, is challenged by self-doubt. And uh, when we're challenged by self-doubt, we generally fall into that place of, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Um, um, I don't know enough. I will fail. And that place of, I just need to know more. I need to do more. I need to learn more. Uh, It keeps a lot of people from actually living into the expanded sense of self. Uh, By the way, it's really windy here today on Orcas Island. So you're hearing a lot of wind. (laughs) So... Um, I just wanted to let you know, like, what is that noise back there? It's wind, uh, which is unusual. So today I just want to focus on what is self-doubt? Is it a weakness? Is it it weak to to doubt yourself? Um, No, it's actually a, a place of strength. It's a place to say, okay, let me look at, let me take inventory here. And, um, am I using self-doubt as a way to avoid fear, of uh, a, a, a way to avoid knowing myself in my fullest expression of self? Am I, uh, am I using self-doubt as a way of um, ignoring or avoiding strengths that I am afraid to put into practice? So self-doubt is a good thing. And it gives you an opportunity, gives me an opportunity, gives every single one of us an opportunity to question, what's the point of this self-doubt? And is it really an accurate um, uh, read on my capacities to bring wholeness to my life? You know, none of us know when we're going to die. We don't know when we're going to leave these bodies. We don't know under what conditions. We don't know if we're going to meet our highest expectations and fulfillments or whether we're just going to die in decrepitude. Nobody knows. And yet we're all going to die. And so how do we move forward with that idea? Okay, I'm going to die. I don't know how to die. Uh, Nobody knows how to die in this particular lifetime. Um, And so we can have self-doubt about that. Like, how do I die? How do I want to die? And that's a great question, right? How do I want to die? How do I want to go out? Uh, How do I want to leave my body? How do I want the world to be around me? What's the environment I want for myself? Now, I mentioned that just in terms of you get to choose that. And you can go, well, not everybody talks about it. Everybody is thinking about their death. It's just part of being a human being is, is death, is part of life. So coming back to self-doubt and what you choose to do with it. This morning I was having a conversation with myself. And as you've mentioned, I've kind of been talking about cancers and um and what to do and what not to do. And, and I watch my fears come up, my, my, my doubts. You know, I'm an a advocate of, of self-healing and wholeness. And that I can, I can and you can continually grow your capacities to let go of fear-based life. And let go of stress-related belief systems. Um, let go of fear and stress and actually have a life that's pretty serene. It's very possible. 
And in that, you become a healthier person, healthier emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and mentally. And um, yet we question, I question even, can I do this? You know, maybe I have to reach out to somebody, maybe, which is a normal good thing to do, right? (laughs) But there's a part that doubts, will I fail at this? It's like only if I have those expectations that failure is a possibility. In my truth, highest truth, there's no failure. There's only, I'm going to experiment with this possible direction or this possible experience or this possible activity. And all I'm doing is, do I like it? Did it work? If it didn't work, am I ready to try something else? So in my, in my truest truth, there's no failure. However, that part of me that's still attached to being human, right? I have self-doubt. The self-doubt comes up and it's like, what's that in service to? Is that in service to my strengths? How do I move forward with my strengths in strength? What do I do? Well, hmm, I like YouTube. (laughs) I do a lot of Googling on YouTube. A lot of good spiritual teachers are on YouTube. Um... Or I call my my um, support person Elizabeth Sabet and say, "Hey, you got some time? I need I need some 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 support." Um, or I call my health practitioner. Whatever it is I need, I can reach out to them. There's that point where I go, "Yeah, but." So I don't know how often you do that. Yeah, but, but it's a huge part of the conversation that we have when we begin to think in terms of strengths, and convictions and clarity. And, you know, I've been reading Oneness and A Course in Miracles and David Hawkins and all of these um, these supporting books that say, no, you you can do this. In fact, you have to do it. You have to do it. You can do it now or you can do it another time. But you have to do it. You have to come into your strengths. That's what we came here on this planet to do is to move ourselves and grow ourselves, expand ourselves into the fullest expression of ourselves. And that means experiencing our weaknesses and our our patheticness and our loserness and the powerlessness of being a human. There's moments that's extraordinarily, we're powerless in so many ways. And when we accept our powerlessness, that's a good thing. It doesn't mean I'm weak. It means that I can accept that I don't have power over people, places, and things. There are things I have power over, and I get to choose that. A lot of people think, I can't admit that I'm powerless because that means I'm weak. It's like, no. If you can admit, when you admit that you're you're powerless, it's like clarity. It's clarity. (laughs) You know, it's like, I'm powerless over these fires in California. That's a fact, right? So I can admit that. So where we can admit our powerlessness, it actually is a very empowering thing to do. And that question where it gets confusing, where I don't know what to do, um, and we reach out for support, either YouTube or our doctors or our therapists or coaches or friends or family, um, our partners, our dogs, and say, I don't know what to do here. We listen to what they have to say. And then we go, oh, well, that makes it clear for me. I think I want to do this. This feels like it's the right path for me. And that's, the, that's a good thing, right? When you can say, I have self-doubt. 
I don't know what, how to be me right now. I don't know how to do me right now. You go and listen to what other people are doing. Listen to what other people are saying. Their experiences. Here's what worked for them. Here's what didn't work for them. Uh, and then check in with yourself and go, no, that, that doesn't feel right to me. And those are challenging times, but those are the, the times that, that is about our, you know, cultivating that strength. When I was a young kid, um, I grew up in Catholic, a Catholic family, and it was it was highly you know it was you just embraced it, and it it didn't feel embraceable to me. It, there were so many things that I didn't make sense to me. It didn't feel right. It didn't sound right. It didn't. It wasn't right for me in my me in my being. And so when I told my mom I didn't want to go to church anymore. It was a horrible, terrible three weeks that she didn't talk to me whatsoever. I lived in the house. I was 17 years old. That was a point where I said, this doesn't work for me. And I knew that and I acknowledged it. And that was a good thing for me because I was kind of going insane. I was, I was, um, I was suicidal and depressed. And a lot of that had to do with the, 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 the self-doubt, like, why don't I feel what everybody else is feeling. Why do I think differently? Why, I, there must be something wrong with me that, that I'm this and not what everybody else is. That self-doubt was just tremendous weight. And little by little, I began to own, no, that doesn't feel like a right path for me. That doesn't feel like the right truth for me. Little by little, I owned what was mine. Little by little, I was engaged engaged with conversations with people that said yeah that makes sense I like that that works for me and that's grown me over and over again but it's the me inside that is listening especially in moments of self-doubt where do I go do I go to weak and pathetic and I'm a loser I do go there and then I go okay (laughs) Uh, let's open up uh, A Course in Miracles and what does that say about weakness and strength and which do you follow? <clears throat> it gives me a, a beautiful moment of saying, okay, I'm at the crossroads. Which ones do I follow? Which way do I go? And that's what I offer to you that you are at choice. In the last, in the previous podcast, I talked about all the ways that you, you empower yourself. You're still on the planet And um, some of that has to do with all the things you're doing well, and that keeps you here. Uh, And being able to acknowledge that gives you more empowerment to say, look, I'm doing a lot of things that are really great. I'm doing things that are really helpful in my mind. And that, that could be just about anything. But being able to listen to yourself and say, I'm doing a lot of good things. I'm doing my best. And really honoring that, that's that's where you're in a state of no self-doubt for however long that lasts as you cultivate and expand and grow the capacity to live in no doubt. No doubt. We're all in both of them all the time. So it's not like we're working towards without a doubt. I love those places and times in my life where there's been without a doubt, I knew exactly who I was and what I wanted to do. And then other times there's a lot of self-doubt. So it's just part of the process of the spiritual immersion process and listening for and feeling into intuitively and with all your 
senses and beyond your senses. What's yours? What's yours? So I'm sending you big hugs and love and courage. You're, you're already exceptionally courage, courageous to be on this path of humanness. And um, let me know if you need any support. You can email me at rosie at the paradigm shifts.com. If you have questions or thoughts that you'd like me to talk about on this podcast, please feel free to, to drop me a line. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.